Baskin Robbins chocolate mint ice cream. Oh, you know I don't like chocolate mint. You I know, know I don't like. I know that, but that's my number one ice cream of all time. Really? Okay. Yeah. I just don't like minty. This one is like a milder one. Okay. The Baskin Robbins one. Mm-hmm. I've loved it since I was a kid. It's just you know it feels like it should be toothpaste to me. No, not that. I mean, I uh, you know I can't say I'm happy about uh, the things you're saying about my favorite flavor <laughs> of ice cream, but the Baskin Robbins ice cream is simply fantastic because it's right. you know it's a milder mint. Like, yeah. it's not a peppermint, it's a milder mint, it's, right. it's a sweeter one, mm. it's more green than anything else, yeah. and the chocolate chips are just like little shavings, it's so good. I like the chocolate chip part, I like that part. Yeah, it's so, are you sure it doesn't hurt your teeth? It does hurt my teeth, it's true. What are you eating? I didn't write that down too. Um, hold on, Chukru, tell us if you like mint uh, flavored ice cream. They never fucking say anything, <laughs> they never say anything, this Chukru. Tell me what you like, Chukro, if you like mint or not. I'd like to see one person just chime in on mint. They do. They just do. for once. Mint in your ice cream. Go. Mint, 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 um, mint, 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 um, What were you chewing? Trout. Trout. Yeah, I've had some trout. Jesus Christ. Uh, I was just up in Lake Country. Yeah. And uh, we went to a restaurant. It's called The Hungry Trout. Okay. And you had isn't some that trout. A great, isn't that a great name for a restaurant? Uh, I mean. The Hungry Trout. Yeah, it's pretty good. Sure. It's pretty. I feel like I've eaten at uh, restaurants with better names. I think than it's that. a great name, and um, they were super nice. They were doing an ad for them all of a sudden. Yeah. They were uh, fans. They They're were not fans one of our there. sponsors. The, uh, but that's no. I think that's nice though. When you when you uh, go have a nice experience someplace or meet yeah. somebody nice, you give them a shout out just cause. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice. Uh, it's not like a it's like a babbling brook full of trout. You don't need to get paid there. to endorse. That's true. Um, but I would tell you this though. I ordered a trout. Okay. And my wife like did a fucking double take. Yeah, it's surprising because like. she's like, what? Because there was a plethora of steaks and red meats on that menu, and I ordered trout because I figured one in Rome. Yeah, and uh, I got the trout. So weird, yeah, and still... it was good. It was good. It just after I ate it, I was like, you know what? You needed a steak. Like the red meat, it sits in your belly in a better way. Like yeah. you can feel it in your belly when you eat fish. It doesn't. You don't fi- feel it well, in your belly. You like, you like a full load in your belly. Like you like a, a big concrete cinder block. No, 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 no. It could be. You like to walk out of a restaurant in discomfort. Let's just That's be honest. That's not true. Not, not anymore. In, uh, years ago, yes. But now, no. By years ago, do you mean 2017? Uh, I mean like, you know, like 10 years ago. Okay. Or like six years ago. You, now you, you act as if you're not talking to a guy that's been on the road with you I know, but that's, that's when we'd walk out of a restaurant and go, I am... Vomitously full, and that's what I'm talking right. about. But I don't, I don't, I don't like being vomitously full anymore when I leave and the restaurant. Yet it seems to occur f- with you at a high not ratio. Anymore, not anymore. Every once in a while, but I, I find myself walking out of restaurants more, going, "I'm not too full," and that's nice. You know what part of that is? What? Is going and doing our shows, right? Yeah, because we'd go out to those big dinners, and you can't, yeah, get on stage with that kind of belly. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And so you would eat kind of light but still be sated, and then walk out on the stage and be happy. You're talking to me like I'm not a guy who's been with you at those <laughs> sit-down dinners. We do a nice appetizer. The, in fact, the last stop that we were yeah. in, which was Bellevue, I believe, yeah. in, uh, outside of Seattle, mm-hmm. we did steak dinner each night. Right, right. But, but 
you know, that's like we're getting like the six ounce or the eight ounce. You know what I mean? It's not like the fucking tomahawk cut. You sure, know what the I'm Tarzan cut. <laughs> you know what right, I'm you're getting the Jane cut. Right, and so that's what I'm talking about. That's a okay. That's the new. Kevin. I can't figure out if you're trying to, you know, if you're trying to lowball me here because your wife listens to the podcast. No, and that all. She was there. She was there, and I ordered she, fish. I, I can't believe you ordered a piece of trout. I ordered a piece of fish. I mean, I figured, you know, the place is called the Hungry Trout. Eat some trout. It was delicious, but it doesn't. It doesn't fill you up the same way that I'm used to. Like, if you called me up and you were trying to get me to give you the secret code to your, like, security gate. Yeah. And I said, (laughs) okay, Kevin, what's the last meal you ate? And you said trout. I would know that this was an imposter. Sure. You would know that. uh, That's not my Kevin. Sure. Or that would be the signal that I was giving to you. That's your. To help signal. That's the trouble. Right. I'm in trouble. I ordered trout. I had trout. (laughs) In fact, let's just make it so. If you're ever in trouble, I'll okay. ask you. If I think okay. something's up, I'll say, what's the last meal you ate? And you say trout. Okay, that's my safe word. Yeah. That is my safe word. Yeah, trout. 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 I had the trout. It was good. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, 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 wish I, I wish I was more sated by fish because I, I find it good. Well, but. that's what's so nice about fish is it doesn't fill you up and it's light and you digest it easily and it's got things that are good for you. It gives and it takes. And, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm, I'm, look, I'm with you. It's, uh, I have to admit... It's funny what I'm about to say, because I'm about to say, like, you know, since you and I started uh, touring together, I've really had a steak renaissance, and I realize we've been touring together for about nine years yeah. now. Yeah. So years that's a long renaissance. renaissance. Yeah, it's a big, long renaissance. Um, but I goddamn love steak. Sure, I do, too. I goddamn love Don't steak. Don't you get me wrong. But this is, this is the problem with um, getting in shape. Yeah. Is that it's, you know, unless you're bulking up, you really shouldn't eat a large quantity of red meat. Yes. Why is it always coming back to this, us talking about being in shape? Well, because... Yeah, we are gearing up to, to film our television TV series right. Tacoma FD. Right, and here's the, here's the thing, which you know it's good to be in shape, but also you don't want to look at that thing for for however long you look at it in your life and and be like, what a fatty, what a fat guy, sure, a fatty I, guy. The funny thing is, is I tend to feel that way when I've watched our stand up specials. So do I. So do I. Because our stand up specials. Always come at the end of a long run on the road. I know. And for some reason, even when we know we're filming a stand-up special two months from now, we don't get into shape. For I it. know. Because we're still touring. I know. And still eating like shit. When we know I always look at it. I see that. My shirt looks like a circus tent. That's yeah. That's what I always feel like. Yeah. I'm always like, my face looks fat. Right. And my uh, whatever flowery blouse I'm wearing in the, in the <laughs> special is always tight sure. around my midsection. Sure. But whatever. But when we film movies, couple of losers, and now a TV series, yeah, 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 right. No, we're winners. We're we're right, putting winners. out we're winning content. We're You're putting right. out uh, comedic product into the world. Amen. Um, but we're filming our television series, and now we're both full into the swing of dieting. That's right. It's full on. No more bullshit. Vacation's over. But that's what we're here to talk about, right? Yeah. I mean, that's why the trout thing. I brought it up because I was on vacation. You were on vacation. You were on vacation. We w- we didn't talk to the true crew last week. Yeah. Because we were on vacation. Yeah. And we didn't vacation together. No, we didn't. We split up. Surprise. With our respective families. Maybe one day we'll do a vacation together. Maybe. But why? We, we spent like so no. much time together. That sounded like a no. Well, I'll tell you why. We spent so much time together. I'll tell you why, why Kevin. I'll tell you why. You might need that break to fall in love with me again. I'll tell you. I, I don't fall out of love with you, oh, Kevin. okay. I'll tell you why, Kev. Because when you spend this much time just working with each other, right. you forget, like... Like okay, so we're in the writers' room, and you know what we will some what we will. Mo- I won't remember it if like you and I have a good comedic riff. I'll walk out of here being like whatevs, <laughs> right? But if you and I have a difference of opinion on something, sure. I'll I'll go home steaming. Mm. I'll be like that fucking heifer. Yeah, yeah. What a fucking dick. And so it's like it's it's the um, 
it's the downside of, of uh, the creative process that is that even with Broken Lizard, you tend to hold on to the negative and not the positive. Sure. Now, if we went on vacation together, we could just have laughs. Oh, yeah. Have a good time. We could eat fish together. I know. Well, what if we just talked about work the whole time? Then what would happen? We'd have to make a rule not to. Our, our wives would keep us honest. Sure. Sure. They, no, no work talk. Yeah. Although, this vacation for me turned out to be a work vacation. Me too. But we'll, we'll get into that. <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that. Um, Me too. Uh, I, I, I want to give a quick shout out to my boy Giancarlo Stanton. Oh. Because uh, last night he hit the hardest home run in the history of the... Uh, of of the, exit velo. Of the, of the home run speed tracking. My new favorite stat, exit velo. Yeah. He hit like 121.7 or something That's like that. That's exactly what he hit. Huh, 121.7, the hardest hit home run in the history of the, the exit velo track. I guess but. the ve- exit velo tracking has only been really a couple of years, but still super fucking impressive to hit the. Did, it's impressive to say I hit the hardest home run ever. And did you see the home run? Yeah. It got out of there. Oh, God. It's like a fucking rocket. It's like that uh, great line from the wonderful film Bull Durham Anything mm. traveling that fast should have a flight attendant on board. Hey, yeah. Oh, fuck you. You're one of those anti-Bull Durham guys, aren't you? No, I like Bull Durham. Bull Durham's a great movie. Okay. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. I feel like one of us in Broken Lizard is an anti-Bull Durham guy. You, no, I'm not. You want to know a piece of trivia? Broken Lizard, Bull Durham connection trivia? Uh, give it to me. Uh, in Super Troopers, yes. the original Super Troopers, yes. um, we reshot a scene in uh, Thorny and Bobby's house. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yes. And we had to get an establishing shot of the house. Okay. And when you when you don't have time to shoot that, which we didn't because we were reshooting, you go and you get stock footage. Basically, yeah. you go and you use a shot from someone else's movie and yeah. you stick it into your movie. We did that in Club Dread. We did uh, the opening scene with that island with the helicopter shot. We obviously didn't have the money to do that. That's from the movie The Beach. Sure. We put it on the front. Uh, Thorny and Bobby's house in Super Troopers 1, the establishing shot is Susan Sarandon's house from Bull Durham. Fucking fantastic. So if you watch that, you will see it's the exact same shot in the exact same house is the establishing shot for Super Troopers and for Bull Durham. The funny thing is... is You forget that? Uh, there was a time where I knew that, yeah. and I've forgotten it, so it's like I'm hearing it for the first time, Great. and I love it. Yeah. And yeah. I love it. So next time it's a greenhouse, next time you go watch either of those movies, put it together. Okay. There you go. Boom. I, I also want to give a, a shout-out to my boy Tom Cruise. Oh, okay. I saw Mission Impossible okay. 6 last night. MI6. And it's fucking great. Really? I'm, I am seeing it tomorrow night. I know. I bought tickets. My, my kids, we're going to go tomorrow night, so don't spoil alert. I'm not going to say anything about it. I will say this. It, you can't overhype it. Okay. It's un, It's like, it's the fucking best. Okay. Well, the Chuker will be happy to know I'm going to the, to the milkshake place. Oh, man. We're going to the milkshake place. Are you going to snap on anybody? No, I, I'm not. I'm just going to... Maybe we'll get there early so we can get all that out of the way. I don't want to I don't want to upset my MI6 watch. No, no, because uh, I got to tell you, Kev. Yeah, yeah. You want to be paying attention. You want to be settled. Right off the bat, right? Well, you're not really going to get a chance to rest. Okay, and I like I w- that. And I, I will that. say this. The plot is thick. Okay. And you know, I mean, you know Mission Impossible. Like, there are twists and turns everywhere. Yeah, like and, you, and, and honestly, I think I told you this, but last night... Yeah. My kids and I watched five again mm-hmm. so that we'll be prepared to watch six. Yeah. Okay. But it's so good. You know, it's like I love all those actors. Yeah. I love Tom Cruise. I like yeah, Ving Rhames. I like Simon Pegg. Yeah. Those guys are real good. Uh, you know, I like, I, I like, I like the whole crew. Mm-hmm. 
I like I like that Henry Cavill. Uh huh. I like him too. Superman. I like that guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just uh, it, is uh, is Renner in six? Tisn't okay. I mean, he isn't. Got it. That that really my answer was it isn't okay, but uh, Renner's in five. Yeah, uh, no, he's not in this one. But uh, anyway, you're gonna get a lot of thrills. Looking forward to it. Um, so anyway, my shout out to my boy Tom Cruise. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, because I've I've met Tom Cruise. I know that. You know, we were talking about this the other day. The fun thing that we used to do, yeah, is especially with you. Yeah, is, really, only with me. I guess so. Well, we had uh, our buddy Barach. Too. Oh, sure. Yes, yes, of course. But we Bob would Barach. like to do, uh, when we would get into uh, kind of venues, like a party or celebrity events, we'd like to get you and our Barachi to do flybys. Y- you know what? Let's, let's, uh, let's tell the story uh, about Sundance, because I'm a little pissed at Barachi right now, because Barachi sent around an email Oh, okay. Noting that my Funko was thirty three cents, <laughs> selling for thirty three cents less than your Funko. Uh, actually, way that, that, mine was thirty three cents more than Jay's. Okay, yours was like mine's like half price, five dollars less than mine. <laughs> that and, and just, I mean, I have the highest priced Funko right now, right? And you have the lowest. Price sure, Funko. but I'll tell you what. At least I've got a Funko. At least I've I know. got a Funko. I know. It, it all comes back to that. Let me. I, like I really don't give a shit. I got a fucking. I got a doll about myself. But anyway, and, and Barachi, you know, he, he said they had discounted my... They were putting it on Amazon, like, as an add-on. When you buy the other ones, like, you can <laughs> you add it on to something like a Buy one, get one free. Yeah, exactly. So I'm a little... Uh, I'm peeved with him right now. But anyway, so He's we were busy. at Sundance. We were at Sundance. Yeah, go. And uh, we saw... This is back when we were there with Puddle Cruiser, right? Or was it Super um, Troopers? It's got to be Puddle Cruiser. our first time. Puddle Cruiser. Puddle, Puddle Cruiser. Cruiser, yeah. First so, time at Sundance. Yeah, so we're in ni- 1996, and uh, we saw Emilio Estevez there. Sure. And uh, Emilio Estevez is on the shorter side of things. Sure. And, it, you know, from a distance, it was like, okay, he's right in our range. Yeah, but there's Emo Estevez. That's Emo Estevez there he over is. there. Yeah. And naturally, the conversation turns to who's taller. Sure. Him or us. Right. And Not me. Not you, you, but me and Barachi. Right, we were with each other, and so right. it was. Uh, it basically, it was like okay, I, I was sent first. Sure, to do the drive, do the old flyby right there, and yeah. uh, you know my heart was pounding because yeah. uh, you know like we live in the house of pain. If I'm not taller than Emilio Estevez, I'm gonna never get, hear the end of it. I'm gonna get fucked. They'll never hear They're the end. Emotionally of it. fucked by you guys. It'll be Saint Elmo's fire and fucking. Young guns, young guns jokes for as long as you know. The ho- as as all you that shit. Yeah. yeah. So sure. anyway, I I did it. My heart was pounding, and as like I, about four feet away, I realized I had the dude. Yeah. I, maybe even like eight feet right, away. Right. Right. You got cocky. I had the dude. I looked back at you guys, tongue planted deep into my cheeks. <laughs> sure. You know, stood there for a while, did a couple of blue steel poses for you guys as I was uh, quite a bit taller than him. Sure. And then we sent Barachi over, and yeah. now Barachi's his heart was pounding. His, sure. His little teeny heart was pounding. <laughs> it's the moment of truth. Yeah. And uh, and he went over there, and I am happy to say Barachi was not taller oh, than Emilio Estevez. Oh, gosh. And Close, though. Close. But short enough, shorter enough that he knew he had lost. Like, there was no, like, you know, he's wearing lifts in his shoes. It was he came back with his tail between his legs. Sure. And we... And we emotionally <laughs> fucked up. Sure. Yeah. Okay. But then you had a similar thing with Cruz. I met Tom Cruz. I went to the premiere of Eyes Wide Shut okay. back in the day. Yeah. And uh, I was about half an inch taller than Tom Cruise. Okay. And did you compare shoe with him? Or uh, no, I didn't. Okay. Uh, I didn't look down there, but because uh, I was just 
staring into his eyes, and he couldn't have been nicer. And and it was a someone introduced you kind of a thing, right? It wasn't our a friend uh, Amy Co- Amy yeah. Cohen. Okay, right, right, who right. was uh, a, a who produced uh, a producer of help. Super Troopers, yeah, yeah. but uh, but George Clooney's assistant at that time, right? And uh, so she's the one who got us in, and she introduced me to Tom Cruise, and he couldn't have been nicer. Okay, super nice. So I'm protective about Tom Cruise, and Nicole Kidman couldn't have been nicer, too. Okay. She, she was taller. Way taller, right? Yeah. You like that. Than both of us. I, I do like that. that. makes me feel dirty. Okay. Um, okay. Anyway. So that was your shout-out to Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Who was the shout-out beforehand, before that? Uh, it was to my boy Giancarlo Stanton. Oh, Stanton. Right. Hitting the hardest hit yeah. home run in okay. the era. Sorry. I'm in just, the era. I'm just fishing. Um, okay. Fishing. Speaking of fishing. Speaking of fishing. Can... Holy shit. We did a, I did a lot of fishing. You did? I did. Holy shit. You hear my voice went up high. I know. You, you did? did? You did? Get the fuck out of here. You went fishing? We did. A lot. Like, spent a lot of time fishing. Just me and my boy in a boat. On Lake Trout? On Lake Placid. Oh, on Lake Placid. Okay. We were, we, our vacation went up to Lake Placid because uh, my, my, my wife's family has some connections up there, you know? Okay. What do you mean, connections? Well, like they, you know... Some some of them live in the area. Some of it was, uh, you know, her family would vacation there when they were kids, and okay. she did a bunch of times when she was kid. Okay, a kid. so she's got juice in Lake Placid, right? So it's kind of like you know, it's a place that's, that's near and dear to her heart. Sure, like when you want to, you know, jump the line over at Mud Puddles, mm-hmm. the, the nightclub over there, you can get right in. Oh, you talking about Lake Placid? Yeah, in Lake Placid. Oh, no. I've spent time in Lake Placid too. You did? I don't know what Mud Puddles is. Oh, okay, it is. it's a bar there. Is it? Yeah. Okay. We're used to. Uh, we didn't do any bar hopping or anything like that. You know how it is, bro, with kids. You know. Yeah. But we did some fishing. Okay, that's cool. Um, but no, we went up to Lake Placid, and we were there for a while. And uh, where did you go? What was your thing? Uh, I went to New York City. Right, okay. And to Miami. Okay, with the kitties. Yeah, with the kitties. Okay. Family, visit the grandparents. Okay. Right. Well, you probably had a more rustic... Uh, can I tell you a rustic story? You'll love this. The crew will love this I rustic like rustic story. stories. Okay, Being so... Being a city um, boy. So uh, we co- we stayed in kind of a cabin, you know. It was nice, but it was like a cabiny kind of rusticy cabiny uh, on the lake, kind of a thing. on the lakey typey thing. on the lakey typey thing. Yeah. And so, um, so of course, you know, one night I uh, I was in the cabin bathroom and I I did my business. Here we go. This is the <laughs> true crew. If I hunker in, hunker in, get some popcorn. It's, out. Not, it's is, not a long story. This is worth the price of admission right here. It's not a long story. So I did my business. And uh, I left. I left the bathroom and uh, was out doing whatever. And uh, my wife, uh, it was about you know twenty minutes later. She comes out of the bedroom and she's like, "Kevin, come here, come here." And I'm like, "What's up?" And she said, "Don't tell the kids, but I think there's a dead animal, like behind the wall or under the floorboards of the bathroom." And I was like, really? She goes, yeah, it just, it smells like dead, the dead animal. <laughs> and I was like, really? She goes, yeah, don't tell them. I don't want them to get freaked out, but we got to figure out what to do about it. Mm. And so I walked into the bathroom and right. immediately recognized that it was not a dead animal. Yeah. It was me. It was your shit. It was what I had left behind. Okay. Was it still in the toilet? No. Or- no. It was just the air. Oh, just stunk like death? Yeah, but you know how like uh, sometimes those cabin shits you know, have a little kind of a rustic feel to them? Sure, like the, like an oaky. Yeah, it's, like a little, a it's a little more woody. Or like peaty, maybe. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> peaty. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly right. And I don't know if it's the air or the water quality or whatever well, it is. It's like those wood bathrooms yeah. already have like a uh, kind of like a... Um, like a petrified wood smell exactly. or like a stinky, like a, mold, a mildewy wood. Like it's a on the wood. edge of dead animal already. Like a wet, yeah. It's yeah. already there. It's like right. if it 
if you put some water on that wood, it'll fucking stink. Right. That's what I did. Combine I put, it with I put some water on the wood. Some okay, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah. And so anyway, uh, it was just that was me, and, and she and I was like, I had to sheepishly say, it's, I think that's actually me. <laughs> and she thought that was the funniest thing in the world. Yeah. And uh, and then we didn't have to bring up the fact there's a dead animal. And then you know, 15 minutes later, it smelled like roses. In oh, there. good. Oh, good. Yeah. I, I, I mean, a similar <laughs> type of thing when we were flying. You back. got a shit story? Let me. You got a shit it's story? It's not a shit story, but oh, it's close. Okay. We were walking. We were flying back from Miami to L.A. and uh, I was just ripping farts. Yeah. Ripping them. Mm-hmm. And uh, on the plane? No, no, no. This is we were walking through the airport, hanging oh. in the airport, and at some point, I I, I asked, talked to my wife about something. She's like, "Yeah, but I just I think both of the kids have to take a shit." Uh-huh. I was like, "Oh, why do you say that?" She's like, "Well, because they're obviously farting because it fucking stinks around here." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, yeah, okay, well, well, you know, I'll take them if they need to go." You didn't own up to it? No, I didn't own up to it. No, baby, that's me, baby. <laughs> Don't blame that on the kids. I make baby farts. That my asshole. That's my baby fart. That my. That asshole. could be a good name for your um, autobiography. Baby farts. Baby farts. Oh, I like that. I like baby farts. That's the name of my group. Like our, like my, my. Well, your musical group. Yeah, my kid, my child music uh, cover band <laughs> will be baby farts. Baby farts. Okay, I love it. That's um, super good. No, we went to um, New York City. Yeah. And then to Miami. Okay. My dad's 85th birthday. Holy shit, 85 years old. Yeah. 85 years young. Yeah. 85. Happy birthday. Feliz cumpleaños. Did you guys go out for a nice meal or anything? We did. Uh, two nights in a row. Did you bring the kids? Or well, they... so, well I, I will say this. Get babysitters. It was a fucking nightmare. Like, uh, Friday, we were supposed to fly Hot. Fr- Friday. Hot. Yeah, heat wave yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Um, and we got delayed. Oh, boy. In the plane. Oh, that's terrible. With okay. the kids? An hour in the plane. Can they do that anymore? I thought check, there were rules against that. Check this out. An hour in the plane. Yeah. And then, uh, well, because what it was, was it, the weather was bad on the East Coast. There was a rainstorm. It storm was, because I flew on the same. I just made it in. Yeah. And then other people got canceled. Yeah. But we were supposed to land at 8.30 p.m. So yeah. there's so we took off an hour late. Mm-hmm. And then we were flying. And then as we got close, they said, you know, to uh, to JFK, they're like, well, you know, there are several, they've closed off a lot of the runways, so there are, right. we're in a circle for a while. Oh, Jesus. So we circled for about half an hour. Mm-hmm. I heard too. And then they said, uh, we ha- we are going to run out of fuel. Oh, God. So we have to divert to Syracuse. Oh, my God. I was up there, bro. there. I so was up in that area. Now we uh, we landed in Syracuse. Holy shit. And now, okay, what time is this at the night? This is like, uh, now we're, that's probably at like 9... 45. Any thought in your mind being like, let's just get out here. Thinking about it. And let's just fucking drive. Think, four, four hours? Thinking about it. Yeah. yeah uh, and yeah. so, so no, I mean, I, I was more like thinking, like, maybe I'll just get out and fucking spend the night. Like, let's sure. Because, you know, it's, but whatever, it's, it's still like 6 p.m. for the kids. And so yeah. the kids were like, we're actually fine. Yeah. This is the point of the story here is that then it took them about 45 minutes to refuel. Mm-hmm. And they said, all right, we're going to take off. So we did that. We finally landed at one, at like, I'd say like 1 a.m. Yeah. Uh, in New York City. And we got, and the kids have been perfect. And uh, so then we, we roll up to the gate. Yeah. They chime the bell. Okay. Everybody gets up. I get up there. I get all the bags down. Mm. Everybody's up. And then the captain says, would everybody please take their seat? Oh, we're actually six feet short from where we need to be. And we're going to move the plane forward six feet. Okay. And that's when my kids lost it. Oh really? Yeah, well, everybody was fucking pissed. But even sure. like, 
a six-year-old and a four-year-old child understood the frustration of being patient for so long and, and being free. Sure. You're out, you're about to be playing, and now you have to fucking sit back down. Oh, Jesus so Christ. We sat back down, and it was 20 minutes oh, it took them to move that plane forward six hours. And that time, my kids were fucking crying. Oh, my God. All the kids on the plane were fucking screaming. That's when you got to fucking snap, bro. Yeah. Anyway, we, we finally got into the city at like 2.15. Okay. But the city never sleeps. Oh, by the way, the airplane ran out of food and snacks. <laughs> and so did we. <laughs> So the city never sleeps. I went and got McDonald's at 2.30. Yeah, doggy. For the kids. Happy meals. Gave them some happy meals. Mm-hmm. Brought that back. And then, you know, we slept in and uh, had a wonderful Okay. Vacation. Then I went to go after that. Then it was good after that. Okay. It was just the travel. It was the travel. And we had, and coming back, by the way, from Miami, uh, here's one for you. Okay, give me one. Uh, we, you know, like, we drove to the airport. Yeah. Uh, and Terminal 4, LAX. Parked our car in short-term parking. Okay. So I've become a fan of that now. Sure. You pay a couple extra bucks, but you step off the plane at the end yeah, of your you trip. Yeah, you just get in your car and go. I mean, LAX is such a fucking zoo now that, you know. You it's gotta, worth it. You got to do that. Now. It's worth it. Yeah. Um, but so American Airlines back from Miami to LA. We got off the plane, went. I knew exactly where the car was. We walked across the street, got in the parking structure. Car wasn't there. Then I was like, wait a second, pretty positive. It was right here on the third level because we went up one, across the bridge, and down. Anyway, I searched all over that parking structure. And now uh, my wife was with the two kids, and they were starting to get cranky. So I started running oh, through the parking structure to cover as much ground as I could. I pulled my ass muscle. Oh, Jesus. I pulled my gluteus Did maximus. it pop, or did you just, just kind of just went? I, oh. It popped. Oh. So I, Is so, it still pulled? No, now I'm good. Okay, I'm good. Okay. It, it wasn't like a pro athlete sure. pull where you're, you're done for the season. Sure. It hobbled me for a couple of days. Sure. Um, but then you know what it turned out? Yeah. We had landed in Terminal 5. Oh, and boy. walked across Terminal 5. It was just, it was over there in Terminal 4 Park. So, but about 30 extra minutes it cost us. And, a, and an ass muscle. And, and one ass and muscle. And one ass muscle. You know, the gluteus maximus is the biggest muscle in the body. Is that right? Yeah. The ass muscle is the biggest Fuck muscle in the here. body. Well, yeah. so not on you, you, though. When you pull that, well, not, not on, on me. you. You don't have not an ass me. muscle. No. When you pull that, it hurts. Yeah. Here's a suggestion for you. This yeah. is what my wife did on our trip. You take a picture of where your car is. Yeah. And then you have it. Well, we did. Oh, you know what? We didn't. Yeah. We didn't. You obviously did. But I knew exactly where it was. It was like it was right you in front of didn't. the elevators on the third floor. But you obviously didn't. We didn't. But I, but I made a mental picture. Sure. I hear you. Anyway. Okay. okay. So, uh, so how was Lake Placid? Good. We did some fishing. Yeah. Um, we rented a boat. And then the, the boy and I went out and did some fishing. Okay. I remember and, uh, I once invited you to rent a boat and you turned me down. I did turn you down, yeah. Yeah. I San did. Diego. But, I, you know. I was fancying myself a boat guy until I had a little had a little accident. <laughs> you capsized a boat? <laughs> I didn't. Okay. Well, we got like a you know like a like a motorboat, a little speedboat. You yeah. Know? And so the kids could go tubing. Okay. You know? So we did a bunch of tubing. You're like like pulling the tube? Yeah. Oh, nice. Right, right. You know, like water skiing kind of thing. And so, um, uh, but anyway, we went fishing a bunch. And so, um, you know, we would just park it and fish and mm-hmm. whatever. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I went and bought some poles, mm-hmm. like some fishing poles. Because mm-hmm. I, you know, and in those situations, you know, I feel like a like a rube, you know, or like a, just a fucking moron. You're like a city slicker. Yeah, like a city slicker. I guess that's different than a rube, but a city slicker. You're a rube. And, I wa- and we were trying to find, I was like, we'll just go like to Walmart. We'll get some poles. And like there were no Walmarts in the area, nothing, no uh, hardware stores that had poles. The only place that had poles was... Like the fishing shack, sure. Whatever, you know, like a like a hardcore. You're gonna go in there, and that guy if fishing you don't, thing. If you don't know how to talk fishing, he's that's gonna right. Think you're a fucking puss. And I, but I, you know, I said, no, nah, I'm not gonna mask it. I'm gonna pretend I know what I'm talking about. I was like, I walked in, and there were two guys there, and I was like, need to, uh, you know, we're here. My son wants to do some fishing. 
let's can we get him a little starter, you know, set up as a kind of a starter fisherman. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, I don't need the expense. I don't need the three hundred dollar pole. Just, you know, get me going. And the guys were the nicest guys in the world. Hmm. Okay. Oh, and they set me up with some poles, and I got all the gear. And then I walked out. And then the guy ran out to the car. Yeah. And he's like, I just gotta shake your hand before you go. And I was like, right, because. Huge Super Troopers fan. What the? Okay. And uh, it was so excited that you came into the shop. And if you want any kind of like a tour, like a fishing tour, come on by. We'll set you off. Okay. Okay. Oh, thank you so much. So anyway, the guy was super nice, and you know, was a little got a little perk of the of the movie thing. Sure. Got a couple poles, Mm -hmm. and so we went out there. And so at one point, we were dropping off my wife and and daughters at this dock, and and my my boy and I were going to go fishing. Right. And so uh, I pulled up, we pulled up to the dock, and it's very kind of rustic, and, and uh, they would get him off the thing on the dock, and I'm pulling out, and all of a sudden, wah, wah, like this fucking noise, like you wouldn't believe. Mm-hmm. And I get away from the dock, and I, I've got no power anymore. Okay. Like I can't get anywhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm like, some, I don't know, something got fucked up. And uh, so I, I limped. We limped our way back to our dock. Yeah. Are you paddling with your hands or something? No, or I, could, I could have had to because, I mean, it was literally like you could have walked faster than the boat was going. Okay. Like we had to, tr- it took us two minutes to get where we needed to go. Yeah. It took us 40 minutes to get back from where we were. Oh, Jesus. Right. So 40 minutes to get back and the guy from the boat thing comes and he pulls the prop off the boat. There, There's no fucking propeller left on the boat. <laughs> I sheared the entire propeller down to the bone on what? on a rock it was a rock okay and i fucking drilled it okay. and there was no propeller good god and we all had a great laugh about it <laughs> well, so the guy didn't like turn around and start hating you after that or he was- uh he you know he, i'm sure i'm not the first fucking moron who did it you know right. what i mean and it was like ah oh, yeah the state's got to fix that dock i mean there's just all kinds of rocks over there okay, you know, okay. that kind of thing i'm sure that i'm sure his uh, engines are, are are insured but it's also not like you just take another prop and you Put it on. Sure. He's like, it's going to cost you, you know, like a hundred something bucks. Okay. But I, you know, and then he just put the new prop on and they were fine. Okay. But I thought I was cool boat driver and then all of a sudden I, I fucked up my Yeah, boat. you're a city slicker. Right? They expect that shit. I know. They expect that. One time, you know, my friend, Andy Bell, and he comes from some money. Yeah. And he had, uh, you know, when he was a kid, he had his own boat. And uh, my friend Eric. Where do they keep it? Like Central Park or something? Up uh, up there in Lake Placid, like they've, oh, okay. they've got a, a camp up there in the Adirondacks. Got it. Okay, great. And he had uh, he had us all up there, and my friend Eric Scopetta, yeah, was saying like, "Let me drive the boat. Let me drive the boat." And Andy was like, "You don't have a boating license. Like you don't know how to do this." And Eric kept saying, "I'm a big boy. I'm a big boy. I'm a big boy." <laughs> and finally, uh, Andy let him drive the boat. Okay, and he Oops. drove it right into some shallows and. Literally ripped the whole hull of the boat open on a rock. Oh my god! Destroyed the boat. Not as bad as I. I mean, that's much worse than what I did. Yeah, but that's you know, the city slickers, the uninformed. They shouldn't. Uh, you shouldn't. It happens. I mean, it's like when I with Bill Paxson when Paxson tried to t- take me sailing. Right. And uh, the second he gave me control of the sail, I fucking right. swung it about and dropped him in the ocean. Right. You fucking dipshit. He's holding on. That thing was cruising. He's holding on with one hand. You on stupid a rope. idiot. Yeah. You, Lemmy, Lemmy, you fucking asshole! You did shouting shit, instructions at me. Um, okay, so that's you, okay. And um, another thing that I did uh, on the vacation was uh, we finished there up there Lake Placid, and then we're visiting some. We did a whole northeast tr- tour up there. You know what I mean? So we ended up going through Boston, and uh, the Yanks were in town. Mm. And I thought, what a great Mm-mm. opportunity! Mm-mm. So I contacted our buddy Jared, who works. Yeah. Uh, with Major League Baseball, and um, 
he got me some some good tickets for you know relatively good price. Right. And so we all went to Fenway. Nice. And um, of course, that's the series the Yankees got swept. Yes, I'm aware. And the game we went to was a one hitter. Okay. But whatever. I mean, we went to the park. And the funny thing about this was, and um, you can appreciate this. I mean, the funny thing was that you know I took my son, who's now kind of come into his you know in his into his own fandom now, where he's you know he he knows shit about baseball. He's a Yankees fan, sure. and he knows the players, and he cheers, and he and he plays baseball, so he knows the game, you know. Right. And so we went to the game, and I think it was a real eye opener for him. Because uh, it was the first time that it w- you were he was really in enemy territory. Yeah, like you know, like when we go to games out here, we'll go to the Angels games, and it's a nice sure. thing. And the and kids can cheer for, cheer for the Yankees. Yeah, and it's, it's pleasant. Okay. And we went into that stadium, and there were people in Yankee gear. But I'm saying, like, to be sitting there and f- you know, thirty thousand people in unison are chanting "Yankee suck." Yeah, and I think he was like a little bit like. Like it knocked him off his game a now because I'm sure knowing your son, yeah, I'm sure that he spent uh, a little preliminary time cheering for the Yankees in that game. Well, in an obnoxious fashion. Well, because what what happened was this: we went with our buddy Rick Johnson, yes, who's also a friend of the podcast, and uh, he, um, uh, who's an avid Red Sox fan, mm-hmm. and I was like, <sighs> we all had Yankee. I had my Yankee gear with me, whatever. I was like, I'm debating whether or not to wear my Yankee gear to the game. Sure. And, what, you know, I get it. You want to show your colors, but I don't want to fucking get into any bullshit. Yeah. I mean, this is a this is Friday night, sold out Fenway Park. Yeah. The two best records in baseball. Sure. Going head to head. Yeah. You wear a Yankees uh, shirt on Yorkie way. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, you could find some trouble. Now, in retrospect, though, there was a lot of Yankees gear. But, I, you know, I decided, you know what? I won't wear my Yankees gear. Yeah. And my son was like, oh, I'm wearing my Yankees shirt. Mm-hmm. And I was like. Uh, let me just tell you, because I've been to ballparks, and I'm not saying Fenway is this way. I've been to ballparks where they're very aggressive to people. And Angel Stadium is not that way, right? which is the one that he's been to the most. But there are stadiums where it's like, they don't give a fuck. Right. And I was like, uh, so he goes, well, I'm wearing it anyway. And so he wore his Brett Gardner shirt. Okay. And um, and uh, it was it was a much ballsier thing than I did. What did you do? I didn't wear you anything. You didn't do anything. No, okay. I didn't wear anything. And uh, But he wore his Brett Gardner shirt. Okay. And it was fine. There were a lot of people in Yankee gear. But, I mean, he was definitely like the guys behind us were in the Yankee suck. And, uh, you know, there were a few that came a little close probably, oh, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. to the, you know, making sure we hear right in front of them. Oh, Yankee yeah. suck. Yeah, that, no, let's you not know? forget where you are. <laughs> let's not forget where you are. And, uh, you know, to see that on a kid for the first time, mm. like in his mind, it's like, He's heard that people don't like the Yankees, but come on, really? They're the Yankees. Sure. Dad loves the Yankees. Everybody loves the Yankees. The Yankees are fucking greatest. Yeah. And then he just sat in a stadium with 35,000 people who fucking hate the Yankees. Right. Hey, listen, and you have to... Uh, eye opener. That's uh, the way we learn things, Kev. I guess so. That's the way we learn things. Um, I guess so. It's, it's sweet, because on the complete end, uh, other end of the spectrum, uh, my six-year-old finally learned how to swim in Miami. Oh, it was really congratulations. Yeah. You take the water wings off? Uh, water wings are off, and Good. he was swimming the length of the pool. Uh, speaking of like the little perks that come with uh, with making the films, I went down there armed with my Hooters VIP card. 
<laughs> and uh, and also, uh, did you pull it out? Did you do you it? You know what? We actually never wound up going to Hooters, but like you know, Florida Hooters is a whole different ball game. Sure, that's pro Hooters. That is like yeah, that's a different uh, uh, playing field. Yeah, that's not like when you go to like uh, you know the Hooters and like uh, right. You know, I yeah. don't want to disparage. Don't anything. disparage anyone, but yes, I know what you mean. But like uh, this is like the top. Those are the top. Sure, Hooters down this is there. Miami Hooters. There are Miami Hooters. No, but is that is that we talking about? Though? Well, we or were just in, Florida in general. In Florida in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Like my wife used to work at the Jacksonville Hooters, and that right. thing was prime time. Dope. That thing was prime time. <laughs> All of, anyway. Uh, That's big time Hooters. But so we were armed with my Hooters VIP card. We never made okay. it over there. And then um, we also the, our friends at Turo. Yeah, who we had done like a big promotional thing with right, for Super Troopers, Troopers too. Right, they're the people who, who like give you rental, like a luxury rental car. Or yeah, some it's shit like, like Airbnb, that. but with cars. I see. Okay. Like they, it's you know, like if you wanna if you wanna go to a city and rent like a Porsche or something like that, it'll cost you like whatever. I don't even know what it's like five hundred dollars a day. Yeah, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And what these guys do is they they go to it's like Airbnb. They take people who you know who have those cars and they broker it, and it's half the price of like an exotic car rental. It's like a you know, you're a promotion, you know, promotion. No, no, I'm not. But but they did hook me up with a uh, with a Porsche Panamera, which okay. is like their version of the sedan. It's a four door. Okay, so it's not like a, a little one of those little Porsche SUVs. Uh, it's not a Porsche SUV. It's okay. basically it's like a nine eleven. It's like a Porsche sedan, like one of okay, those. Okay, but you get four doors. But it's longer. Got it. Okay. And inside, it's like a fucking spaceship. Okay. Like this thing's like nice. the Millennium Falcon. Okay. And we got in there, like we we had that for the whole time. It was black, shiny black. Nice. Like at one point, like at a gas station in Miami, like I was with my wife and my kids, and like a hot Miami chick mm-hmm. got out of her BMW and looked over, like I was pumping gas, yeah. and she was like. That's a nice car, and I was like, "Thank you very much." And she was like, "No, man, that's beautiful." And I was like, "Thank you." And she's just like, sh- like shaking it as she walked into. She's the- like, "Who are you driving it for?" Yeah, I was like, "For it could be for you." My wife's like, "I heard you, motherfucker." It's, Why are you uh, pumping your own gas? I mean, she said that. Did she say that? Who? The woman. The tried, woman? Uh, yeah, I saw you driving that car. No, I'm not even sure what uh, what you're going for. No, as a guy who drives a car like that has like guys with white gloves pump their gas for him. You know? Oh, I see. I see mm-hmm. what you're saying. I, I'm think, so. I think so. Uh, it's funny going to Miami with my wife. Right. It's, uh, does it come out? It, does the accent, does the whole thing come out? The oh, whole toot? Yeah. The whole toot comes out? Oh, the, everything. Like, she's all okay. Hispanic and shit. Especially after a couple a couple drinks, maybe? No, before. <laughs> Just like when when you land in the airport. Like, the right. airport, they speak, uh, they speak Spanish in the airport. Right. And then she's like, oh, we're going to go get some croquetas. <laughs> you know, like, she wants to stop off at the place <laughs> in the airport and get some, right. you know, coffee cubano. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was awesome. Like she's walking ahead, and you're carrying all the bags and bringing all the kids. And did you do Cubano things down there? Or? Well, it's funny because there's some Cubano food. Yeah, we certainly did. But like, I, I found myself so unbelievably stressed out because we we're working on Tacoma FD. Yeah, that like I couldn't relax. Yeah, because we had you know as we have to do, we're on a tight schedule, so we had work assignments. And in New York City. I couldn't get any work done. Yeah. So then we got to Miami, and I was like, fucking A, like my script is due in a couple days. That's right, bro. Everyone's tapping the watch. Gotta get that get that thing. But I knew that you were working, too. Everybody's doing it. But so, yeah. like, I was so stressed that I finally had to take, like, two days off from my vacation. Really? To work? So, so everybody would be out by the pool. Okay. And I was sitting inside working. God, that's terrible. But then I got it done. Yeah. 
And then I went and had the Cuban experience. Like we went out to we went out to a club, got a babysitter, went out to a club. Oh. And a fucking breakdance battle broke out in the club. Were you in the breakdance battle? No, but it was oh, funny because like come on, Lemmy. Well, it's 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 funny because like I was with uh, my wife's all her Cuban friends. Okay. And they're like talking, you know, that like breakdance. What's it, what's Steve Lemmy wear to a club like that? What'd you do? Did you all dressed up? No, no, I, no, no, no. I was I was in my shorts, the one pair of shorts I brought, okay. and my Converse. Uh, sneakers Got and like a button-down shirt. Cologne? Just cologne? On. No, I didn't have cologne on. <laughs> I didn't have cologne on. But uh, you know, there in Miami, every place is a club. Sure. Like you, you, you know, it's like we went out to dinner. It was like a dinner club. Like they, you know, at a certain point, they move all the tables, yeah. the outdoor tables, someplace else, and like that turns into a dance floor. Um, but so, like, the funny thing is, is like me trying to convince my wife's Cuban friends that I'm a professional break dancer. Right. They didn't believe me. Bullshit, day you you ain't no dancer. And and they're they're like, all right, get up, day, <laughs> get up, day, prove yourself. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm like, I mean, these are like you know twenty something year old uh, <laughs> break dancers are out there just like going for it, sure, going back and forth. You're a girl like break dancer, dinosaur. Oh my god, I mean, it's like, what am I going to do out there? Go and do some popping and locking? Like I can't break dance anymore. Sure, sure. But I was a professional break dancer. I know. But anyway, so we did one of those, and then we went to another club that was like super fucking Miami. Like the whole shirts open to the middle. Right. Like fucking booty quaking. <laughs> you know, like like uh, awesomely Hispanic. Sure. People smoking grass out in the open. Sure, fucking pit bulls there. Oh, yeah. People sweating and doing fucking lambada and shit. <laughs> you know, like you're like... Sure. My wife and I doing serious, like, you know, Johnny Castle and Baby in a corner type shit. Right. You know, like flamenco style shit. Sure, sure. Fuck yeah, bro. And then my wife's in the mood. Right. You know? To dance? Uh, to, to, you know, to, to dance and like to, you know. To be Cuban? To get all Cuban. To be forbidden. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, the forbidden dance. Yeah. I hear you. Anyway, huh. did you, uh, you and your wife go dance? Clubbing. No, I didn't do any clubbing. No, I did my work at night. Like I would, my kids would go to bed like ten, ten thirty, and mm-hmm. then I just work for a little bit. Okay, work for a couple of hours, get my work done. You know what I mean? Yeah. I had another good one. Oh, you want another good story? Give it to me. Um, I got pulled over. I got pulled over by the cops when Uh-oh. I was up at Lake Placid. Uh oh, I was up at Lake Placid. Well, this can go either way. Well, we were we were uh, we were leaving. We were driving. We okay. were driving out of there to go on to the rest of our yeah New England tour, and um. We're driving down 87, which is, you know, beautiful countryside. Mm-hmm. Last of the Mohegans kind of stuff mm-hmm. up there, you know what I mean? The Adirondacks, mm-hmm. gorgeous, mm-hmm. nothing around. And so I'm zipping down there. We had uh, five five of us from the three kids and my wife. My wife's in the way back because mm-hmm. the kids want to sit up in front, you know. So, yeah. so uh, my daughter's in the in the shotgun seat. And there are a lot of cops out there. It's, you know, it's vacation time, you know. There's a lot of get, you know, people getting pulled over. Yeah. And, you know, I'm monitoring, monitoring, seeing where they are. I slow down, whatever. And then I'm just driving down the thing, and all of a sudden I see them behind me coming out hard. Mm, there they go. How fast are you going? Uh, I'll tell you. Well, so, okay. the, so, so I'm like, shit, I think I might be in trouble. And my wife's like, what? And she's like, uh, so wait, rollers are on or rollers are off and the, and the, the cops coming fast? Rollers are on, the cops coming fast, but there's a bunch of cars, right? So I move over out of the lane yeah. in the hopes that it blows past me. Yeah. But it moves over in the lane behind okay, me. Sure. And then I know I'm fucked. Yeah. Right? So I pull over and um, I look in the rear view and they're behind me. And my kids, who I don't think have ever been pulled over before, mm-hmm. at least not in their kind of like 
uh, when they were babies or something, they might have been like, but in a knowledgeable state where they're like, holy shit, we're getting pulled over. Yeah. And so uh, my daughter's in the shotgun seat, and I'm like, fuck. And I look in the mirror, and I see the cop get out. It's a woman. Oh, man. And in my sexist ways, my immediate reaction is, oh, shit. And my wife goes, what? I said, it's a woman. She's like, what the fuck does that mean? Huh? <laughs> Yeah. What's that supposed to mean? And, I'm like, and in my mind, I'm like, oh, not maybe not in the uh, in the demographic. You know what I mean? Like maybe not going to be a super She's troopers not fan. Recognize you. Yeah, maybe she won't be a super troopers sure. fan. So anyway, it's the thing now where they they come up to the the passenger side, right? So my daughter's sitting there in the shotgun. The cop walks up to the passenger. It's a woman, and uh, she, you know she was nice, and she was like, uh, "Hey, how are you?" I was like, "Good." You know how fast you're going? I was like, uh, no. She's like 84. 84. In a what? In a 70. Okay. It's not egregious. It's not terrible. In fact, I'm surprised she pulled you over for yeah. that. Well, I was like, oh, I was like, well, I, I was like, oh, I kind of thought I was just in a line of other cars and traffic. And she's like, you weren't. Oh, fuck. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay. She's like, where are you coming from? I was like, Lake Placid, in the middle of vacation. She's like, okay. Okay. Uh, let me see your license registration. So I give it to her. And I have my, my California license, you know. She's like, you still live in L.A.? And I was like, yep. And she goes, I'm a big fan of the movies. Oh, yeah. She goes, I saw them both. Okay. Super Troopers and Super Troopers, too. Woo! And I was like, <sighs> oh, yeah. And I could see my kids are like, what? And the, she goes, uh, yeah, I see them. Back. I said, we, we, she's like, we play the meow game. Mm-hmm. Sometimes with the with the people that come down from Quebec, okay, and I'm, now I'm into it. Right? I'm like, yeah, hey, all right. She's like, uh, do they get it? She's like, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Okay. I'm like, all right. And so she looks at me and she goes, uh, "Have a nice day." Excuse okay. me, my license. Hey, lets me go. Okay, lets me go. There we go. Fan of Super Troopers. So now that my kids are loving it, mm-hmm. we start pulling my way, and my wife in the back is like, "What the fuck?" She wanted you to. And, well, I was like, "What?" She goes, "If I was driving, we'd have a ticket right now." And I was like, yeah, but isn't that the good thing? Right. Isn't that the good thing? You should tell her, why don't you go out and make a movie about cops where cops are the good guys? That's right. That's right. And you'll have then that, you'll too. you'll get out of the thing. Smartest thing we've ever done in our I lives. I know. It's like get out of jail free card. And I think, you know, before the second movie came out, it was probably even more hit or, hit or miss about, you know, whether you get out of one of these. I feel like now... A lot of people have seen two now, too. Yeah. So maybe there's a little bit of a more of a chance that I'm going to get out of a ticket. Sure. I, I, and, of course, she was like, don't think that you have license to speed around with our kids in the car. You know? Right. And I was like, well, I, I didn't feel like I was. I mean, you know, we were in a big fucking vehicle. So, you know, it's not, you know. Sure. Although, you know, just if I can open up the curtain a little bit, I know that sometimes when you and I are driving together and we do something illegal like cut into the carpool lane and cross the solid line. Yeah. That we're like, you know, especially if we've got mustaches, we're like, ah, don't worry about it. They'll recognize us. We'll be okay. True, true. Um, and speaking of Super Troopers 2, yeah. when I was flying back yeah. from Miami to L.A., Super Troopers 2 was available on the Get airplane the to watch. And you know what I did? Did you watch it? Oh, well, I, I ordered it. Or as you would say, I ordered it. You ordered it? I ordered it. Don't you find that weird, though, that... I mean, if someone saw you sitting on a plane watching your own movie, that's just something a little... Yeah, maybe. But I just wanted... Funky about To that. whoever is paying attention to the numbers, yeah, to the stats, to the, you know, I was going to sure. order it. I was going to order it. Order it. And watch it all the way through. But I, I, did, I just worked on Tacoma FD, but I just had it on. So you had it on yeah. so that the stats would be padded. Yeah, exactly. And Good. then my wife turned it on. She 
phone on her screen, and she fell asleep like ten minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> but she got some good laughs. Chew Crew, not to say it's not a bad, it's not a good movie. I mean, it's, you know it's a good movie. Oh, it's doing well. You no, know it's a good movie. It's doing well. It's doing well. Uh, speaking of mustaches, yeah. How's it going over there? Good. This is. I think this is day five for me. <laughs> I think it's day five. Okay. And it's coming pretty well. I mean, it okay. just looks like I have a shitty, dirty upper lip. But. Yeah, I, I started Sunday because we have to grow them back again. And I, I was, ha- you know, we. It's been missing for like three, four months. It's been gone. Yeah. And now we're back in, and it's going to be growing for three, four months. Yeah. And uh, I can't say I was looking forward to it, but now I'm like. I'm at the worst period of it, where you're like four or five days in, yeah, and it's disgusting. And we're like doing auditions for people, like you know, yeah, we have actresses coming in, and we're you know meeting, uh, interviewing crew mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. for the shoot, and yeah, we couldn't look scummier. Yeah, we're disgusting. It's we're like scum. we're making a porn movie. That's what it is. Yeah, it really is. And you want to come work on a porn movie? Yeah, no, that's that's, uh, and mine is uh, you know, I'm getting that point where it's starting to hurt already. Really? This yeah. Is a little too fuzzy? Yeah, it's getting fuzzy, starting to itch a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And uh, I don't like it. Um, you want to do polls? You got polls to do? Yeah, I did some polls. I did some polls here. This, a, this has become a weekly thing. Yeah. I'm going to do polls every time we do it. <laughs> Let me and Heffernan polls. Um, okay, I did three questions this week. Okay. I have not even laid eyes on them. Oh, I, I did them just a couple hours ago. I don't, I don't even know what, you know. Okay. okay. All right. I said, what do you think? It's a spelling question. Donut. D O N U T or donut D O U G H N U T. Yeah. Those two. Okay. Donut versus donut. Um what, what do you think, Kev? Well, it's funny cuz we had and I, I don't want to jump I don't, don't want to jump your poll here, uh, yeah. but we had this conversation in the writers room yesterday yeah, exactly. about a similar subject about the omelet. Mm-hmm. The word omelet. Is that yeah. is that a poll that you did? I didn't do omelet. Okay. Whether it's two T's or one T, right. and you can go both ways, apparently. Yeah. And somebody said that, that they feel like the way to do it is the shorter way is better. Mm-hmm. It's always the shorter way is better. Sure. And I, and I know it's less conventional with the donut thing because there's a dough right. nut. But uh, I am more partial to the shorter spelling. I like a Dunkin' Donut, D-O-N-U-T. That's mm-hmm. what I like. Sure, sure. And, and uh, by the way, the shorter spelling tends to be the American spelling. Yeah. Um, Okay, so then a couple of comments. Well, let me just, I'll give you the uh, results. Donut, D-O-N-U-T, 76%. Oh, yeah, okay. And uh, let's see. Uh, Donut. Okay, uh, so, and you know, but, but uh, people make, um, somebody said only grandmas call them donuts, D-O-U-G-H-N-U-T-S. Okay. Uh, but it's not really a call, you think, because they sound exactly the same. It's just a matter of. It's a donut. It's yeah. a donut. It's a okay. donut. What do you think? Spelling one. Mustache, M-U-S-T-A-C-H-E, versus moustache, M-O-U-S-T-A-C-H-E. Yeah, same argument. I'm an M-U guy. Okay. And, you know, we have to write that word a lot. We really do. And uh, and I'm a U guy. We, we do. Okay, so uh, the results. Mustache, M-U-S-T-A-C-H-E, 61%. Okay. To 39%. So a little bit... Closer. Closer, but still short. The the shorter is the winner. Um, that's right. You so, must like that. Somebody writes, mustaches, M-U-S-T-A-C-H-E-S, are for 15-year-old boys and 80-year-old grandmothers. Again, with the okay. grandmothers okay. things. But really mustaches are for men. Yeah, doggy. Okay. 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 Got it. Love it. Last one. This is a tough one. And this was, this was, okay. this was my header. A tough one. Okay. Okay. Han Solo. Yeah. Or Indiana Jones. Whoa, that's tough. That is tough. That but you know what? 
uh, I think I've read that he has a very strong opinion on this. Okay. What is his opinion? I can't remember which way it is. Mm. I think he's. I think he prefers Han Solo to okay. Indiana Jones because I think I thought I read something where he thought that Indiana Jones was more of a reactionary character. Indiana Jones and, is yeah, and that Han Solo uh, had a little bit more rakish. Uh, he got a little more rakish pleasure out of Han Solo. Han Solo is definitely more incorrigible than Indiana Jones, but right. Indiana Jones is a man of action. He is. I'm going to go Han Solo. Okay. I like the. I like that rakish, wise assery. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, but um, that's hard because you know I like them both. Okay. Um, so here are there are some funny responses to this. I'll give you the. Uh, um, Indiana Jones. Yeah. Fifty three percent. Han Solo forty seven percent. So it was a really close one. It was really a really close. close one. That's really close. Josh Hendershot wrote, you're trying to compare a series dedicated to Indiana versus a side character, Han Solo. Yeah, maybe. But actually, you just... But then he can't... says, if you explore outside of the movies, Han Solo is far more badass. Yeah. Okay. Like, we talking about the books or something? Uh, I'm not really sure. Okay. I just think maybe the actual individual. Okay. Um... Stupid Sexy Flanders says, Indy isn't getting encased in a giant Lego for an entire movie, but he hangs out with Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Is okay. it a good thing or a bad thing? I'm not really sure. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, Dave Bunch writes, Indy is still alive. Oh, jeez. Spoiler alert. Wow. Uh, and to that note, Chris Cotto says, one let his emo son kill him. The other has a Shia LaBeouf greaser for a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go with the one that's still breathing. And Elka Bong 86 said, greatest response ever. Mm-hmm. Mike DeRussia wrote Farva. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's it. And somebody else wrote, eat more fiber. Um, so <laughs> Is that there, a common response? There you have it. So okay. I guess on my way out of this podcast, I will uh, choose some fiber. Okay, but who do you pick? Uh God, I was gonna, I was gonna say Han Solo because, like, yeah. as much as I liked Indiana Jones, when I was a kid, I thought Han Solo was so fucking cool. I yeah. thought Indy was cool, but like, Han Solo had all those great lines, like the Empire Strikes Back. When Han, right before he gets frozen in the thing, she says, "I love you." And Princess Leia says, "I love you," and he goes, "I know." Yeah, mm-hmm. and that shaped me a lot. Right. That like I was like that's the kind of bullshit that made you the dick you are I today. Do. That's the kind of fucking <laughs> shitty ass answer I wanted. Sure, sure. And but then the they kind froze of wise him. ass answer you wanted. Yeah. And then they froze him, and yeah. it was another three or four years before the sequel to right. Return of the Jedi came right. out. At that night, it was the first time I couldn't sleep. What? Because I was so, and for days I was devastated because you wanted to watch the uh, and knowing I, like I wasn't going to know what happened to Han Solo for years. Right, it was devastating to me. Right, right. Anyway, so I'm going to go with Han Solo. Okay. All right. Love it. Me too. Okay. All right. We're what are you going to chew? What are you going to chew on your way out? God damn it. I'm what chewing fiber. Gonna, or, like, what do you mean fiber? I don't know. Somebody you, told me to chew, chew what fiber. What are you chewing? fiber. What do you chew? All right. You know, fuck that fiber shit. I'm, I'm too young for fiber. <laughs> uh, I'm going to chew. I'm too young for fiber. I'm going to chew a half piece of chicken. Okay. Stick with my small portions diet. Okay, I love it. Here, you know what I'll do? I mean, this is kind of funny. I would never chew this because this would send me through the fucking roof. But my kids, when we were up there in the Adirondacks, mm-hmm. my wife is a big fan of like maple candy. Have you ever had that maple, the maple sugar candy? Not really. Which is the purest, 
the purest sugar that you could possibly fucking find. Okay. And my kids love it. And um, we actually went on a little search, like to uh, they have places up there where you can just go buy, like you know, buy it in some random shop somewhere. You know, so we yeah. drove out into the fucking woods and to this maple sugar shop, and they got all this fucking candy. I just sat in the car. I sat in the car. And I was like, I'm not even going to go fucking in there. I'm not even going to go in there. Yeah. And then they came out and they had their little little canisters of fucking, and they would and they would pop it in and eat it. And, mm. I, and it, my teeth would hurt just fucking watching it. Just thinking it. about it? Yeah. I'm going to eat it. Fuck it. I'm going to have some maple Okay. Candy. Okay. Uh, before I eat you, one quick yeah. little story yeah. that I forgot to tell. I uh, I walked I walked into a glass door in Miami. Oh, you did? Yeah. It was. Uh, I was upstairs working. It's never not funny. We were, uh, we were, you know, my grandfather's house. That's where we were staying. Yeah. He's got like a big condo apartment. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the grandma texted me. She said, you know, your son is swimming. Okay. And I looked down from the window where I was and I could see him down there. No floaty. Yeah. Swimming, just doing a, a breaststroke. Right. Through the pool, slowly doing it and, you know, and, and doing it well. I was so excited. I went out to the, to the balcony out there in the living room mm-hmm. and the sliding glass door was so clear. Yeah. I thought it was open, and I walked super fast. Yeah, smashed my face right so like nose, nose. Yeah, yeah. It was a full on one nose and Never knee. Not funny. That's what hits. Never it's not no- funny. Nose and your knee, and yeah. you kind of hit your teeth too. Yeah, on sure. It. Smots. I did Smots. that whole thing. Yeah, and uh, y- you know, my father. Did you fall down or did you just? Uh, no, know. and luckily the glass gave a bit. Yeah, and it rattled it. But my my father in law was in the house. Okay, he was also doing work. Right, and he was like, "God damn it." What the hell was what that? What was that? Yeah. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I was kind of laughing. I was like, I, I walked into the, the door. He's like, are you all right? Oh, you hit that hard. <laughs> I was like, I, I, I did. I did hit it hard, uh-huh. but it's, you know, it's kind of funny. Anyway, so. But what you got to do is see on the door then if like, the grease spot of your nose is on the. Uh, I left a huge <laughs> grease spot. You know, in Miami, you're sweating. Like, in sure. Miami, it's just hot and humid. Sure. It was like. I know it. It was like, you know, when you put, uh, you know, you know, you have those things, those like coffee table things, like the needles, like you can put your hand in there and leave yeah. an imprint. Yeah, yeah, shit. right, right. Sometimes you put your face in there. It was like my entire front of my face was grease on the glass. Wow. Anyways, and when he came out, I was, I was wiping the grease <laughs> off the glass. Anyway. Good I hit, one. I hit one. It's been a long time since so I've done that. I love that. All right. All right, Chew Crew. I'm chewing half a, half a piece of uh, chicken. I'm chewing ma- maple candy. Okay. All right, Chew Crew. All right, Chew Crew. We'll talk to you next week. Talk to you. (laughs) Ow. Fuck, ow. Ow, my teeth. Ow. This is sensible.